This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This episode of Vet Candy is sponsored by Alanco Animal Health, makers of Ultra Duramune, a more comfortable vaccine. Welcome to another episode of Vic Candy's podcast in other news. I'm your co-host, Dr. Jen. And I'm Dr. Jason. And if you are not yet a Vic Candy subscriber, why not? Please subscribe for free today at myvitcandy.com. And for all messages with love and positivity, you can reach me at Jen at myvetcandy.com. And as usual, those of you guys who like to keep it real, you can reach me at Jason at myvetcandy.com. Okay, well, let's get into it today. We're talking about... What are we talking about? You know this is tick- not my job. Oh, yeah, you don't have it? <laughs> I don't oh, have any idea. that's right. I just show up. <laughs> We're going to talk about tick-borne diseases. Tick-borne diseases. In other news, Lyme disease isn't a cocktail? No. <laughs> I swear it's a cocktail. If not, it should be. It is not a cocktail. It's a good name. It's a good name for a cocktail. Yeah, okay. It is. Yeah. It is. But um, so what, what do you know about ticks? Well, I, now that I know that they, they can spread Lyme disease, because <laughs> you just said tick-borne diseases. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Anything else? They're small. They're small. Yeah, they're really strong. Oh, they are. Yeah, I've seen the movie. Yeah. Right, they're really yeah. strong for their size. Really strong for their size. Yeah. They do a Tarzan move. I don't even know what that is. I know, we'll, but we'll, we'll get, talk about we'll it. We'll get into that. Uh, that's pretty much it for me. Yeah, so into the candy verse, as yeah. per the use, we're bringing an expert oh, to you. Oh, I see you're getting that. We <laughs> weren't the experts, but yeah. I most sure I pr- opened no, my mouth no, and no. proved it for all those that doubt it. I'm not a tick expert. That's right. Me either. But we luckily, we know guys who know guys. Yep. And joining and us girls. today, and girls, <laughs> joining us today in the candy verse for the First time, an inaugural visit to the Candyverse is Dr. Don Martin. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. So let me, I I should say a little bit more about you for uh, the news hounds so that they know. So she is actually a board certified internal medicine specialist. What? I know. Right. That's awesome. Yeah, that's the folks that sit in the front of the room and get 100 and blow the curve for everybody. Yes. That's not so awesome. (laughs) These are the folks that have a lot of letters, right? They learn a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. Not like me. Right, exactly. They they, they learn a lot. No, they're the medicine specialists, right? Yes. Yeah. So if we have like a hard case, we're sending it to you. You know why? We have an easy case, I'm sending it to you. That's true. Well, I like those two. Good. Everybody does. (laughs) I like those better. You know me. Yeah. Okay, so so first of all, since it's your first visit to the Candyverse, we need to know a little bit more about you. So like, where are you from? Where'd you go to vet school? How did you decide you wanted to like... Focus on medicine. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, so my, uh, I, I'm actually from Canada. What? We say? I know. We're going to say A after everything? We let a Canadian oh, into the candy verse. Into the that. country. <laughs> into the country. And then into the yeah, candy verse. The candy verse. <laughs> That's very not, cool. Not only from Canada, from the most eastern part of Canada, Newfoundland. So I am from Newfoundland. I'm sorry, is, that, is that a place? I thought that was a dog. Yeah, you'll learn. It's you don't a dog, get, you it's keep a talking place, here. it's an island. It's so <laughs> many things. It's a dog, it's a place, <laughs> it's an island. I love it. That's it. It's so it's very many things. things. And it's home. And home. <laughs> okay. All wrapped in one little package. Yeah. Awesome. So I grew up in Newfoundland, which mm-hmm. is a very small place, mm-hmm. a very low population. I then moved on to Prince Edward Island, which... P-E-I. <laughs> That's how we know it. Right? P-E-I. P-E-I. Also known as Anne of Green Gables Land. Oh. 
Ooh. Right. I yeah. think everybody should know about Anne of Green yes. Gables. Oh. And then I went Wait, to vet school at Anne of Green Gables. You don't know about Anne of Green Gables? I know of Anne of Green Gables. I have read two Anne of Green Gables books. Is that embarrassing? Or is, is that anyone cool? believing that? means that? you have a girl child. Yes, it's true. Oh. <laughs> it's very true. Good guess. <laughs> he has a girl, child. Yes. a girl child. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Okay. Not important. So PEI, and then you went to... And then I went to, new, I, from Prince Edward Island, mm -hmm. I then decided, well, I better specialize. So I went to um, Ontario. So I went to the University oh. of Guelph, where I specialized. Okay. So I landed there for an internship. They kept me for a residency. Oh, what? Good for you. Um, good for they them. lucked out. At the Ontario Veterinary College. Yeah. Fantastic place. Then I practiced in Toronto for many years before I moved to Florida. So oh. uh, Similar weather. Toronto, Similar, yeah. Florida. Same, same. same. Yeah. yeah. Snows all the time. That's right. Snows never of the time. <laughs> right. So, um, so do, you, right. do you guys even have ticks in Canada? We are very, uh, we have very few ticks, actually. Yeah. It's not as common, mm -hmm. and I have learned a lot from being in Florida. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. About Florida's ticks. got a lot of everything. Florida has a bad lot of bugs, bad plants. A lot of things that can kill you. Good, everything good grows bugs, well. Good yeah. Everything grows in Florida, for That's sure. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Poisonous snakes, poisonous yeah. plants. All poisonous five plants. venomous All snakes native to North America occur in Florida. Yes. Wow, yes. I didn't know that. Nobody you didn't told know that? me that when I was moving. Oh, yeah. That mm -hmm. would have been it's true. probably a game changer. They don't put those on the brochures. They do not. <laughs> immigration. <laughs> not even right. immigration. No. Let me write in. Didn't say. Are you sure about the Are Florida you sure? snakes? There's venomous yeah. snakes. Yeah. So, uh, so we're we're gonna talk about tick-borne diseases. So first of all, I have to ask you: Do you have a favorite tick-borne disease? Oh well, I feel like yes. Since we're speaking yeah. so highly of mine today, but I do have to say mm -hmm. that my I, when I said Lyme disease, somebody said Lyme as in L-I-M-E, and I'm like, no. <laughs> That type of Lyme keeps you from getting scurvy, yeah. right. but it's not super infectious. Right? No, I don't Lyme's think so. Mm -mm. Good for drinks. Yes. yes. Like I said, yes. always about the cocktail. Good for drinks. Now so. you see why we invited her into the Candyverse. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Ridiculousness. Yes. That's <laughs> for, why. For carrying on. Yeah. Okay. So, so we, uh, we are going to take a very quick break. We don't look, give me the look over there, Dr. Jason. We gotta pay the bills. I was you saying, know it. Good job. That's the first time I haven't had to remind you. Oh, good job. Okay. We're gonna take a short break, and then when we come back, we're gonna dig right into Lyme disease with Dr. Dawn. So hang with us. See you on the other side. When it comes to vaccines, you have a choice. Keep it clean with Ultra Duramune. These highly purified half-milliliter dose vaccines are designed to minimize the reactions associated with unwanted proteins and reduce discomfort. Keep the good, clean fun going with Ultra Duramune. Learn more at elaineco.us. Oh sure, it's all fun and games until someone ends up in a cone. That's right, we are animals. Deal with it. Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome back. Welcome back where we are chatting with Dr. Don Martin all about tick-borne disease and Lyme disease with a focus because it comes from ticks. What? It does. One tick in particular. Oh. Oh. What? Which tick is I that? I didn't know. That's why I'm here. Well, Which tick is that? It has many names. It goes by the deer tick, hmm. Ixodes. Oh, Ixodes. Oh, okay, that's, that's what I know. Yes. That's the only thing I know. And then, yeah, so I think that it's very 
cool tick ish. Mm-hmm. Cool tick. If, as long as you don't get it on you. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't no. want any ticks, though. I don't want any ticks. We can talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> how we're not going That's right. to pick. So, so tell me, because I thought, you know, Lyme disease was a thing, like, a, years ago, mm-hmm. right? Everyone was worried about Lyme, and and then it seems on, like not, it not, evaporated. Not, not too many years ago, right? Is it super? I don't think it's super old. No, it's not super old. I mean, I don't know when it. Do you know when it was discovered? I do. Look, he's I Jake, do. Doctor Jason oh, has I a bag. I know. Do y'all know why it's called Lyme disease? I know that part. Okay. Well, I know I'm that the, part. Do, do y'all know why it's called Lyme disease? <laughs> no, we don't tell us. I will tell you. Okay. <laughs> it's called Lyme disease because it was discovered in Lyme. Connecticut. Connecticut. I got to the town. I forgot the state. Knew the town. Anyways, I actually I didn't know that. It's funny. Why are you laughing so hard? Right. I got I got I more knew more than half of those folks. Anyways, okay. So Lyme it was discovered in Lyme, Connecticut, in 1975, I believe. Is that right? right? Oh, so that's not man. not very. Let's old. be careful. That's not that's old that at all. That's not all right? old at that's all. That's actually quite young. That is. Yeah. It's a very young disease. But you know, it was a thing for like a for while. A while. Yeah. And then like because everyone was worried about it. It was like, oh, you don't want to get Lyme. Don't get a tick because every tick had Lyme. Yeah. And then it kind of faded. Mm-hmm. Like people didn't talk about it anymore. But now it's come back. Like I have clients that will come in the practice and they'll talk about like, you know, can I get my dog vaccinated for Lyme? Mm-hmm. Does my dog have Lyme? And I'm like, look, it's only one in the afternoon. We don't have no <laughs> Lyme's out. What's, going what's on happening? Here? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm kidding. But like, <laughs> so like what's okay. happening with that? So that's, that's a really good question because I think, um, well, it's a multifaceted question, which I like. <laughs> um, Lyme disease was very, we're very worried about it for a very long time. And mm-hmm. we're still worried about it, of course. There was a recent consensus statement, I guess I shouldn't call it a consensus statement, but there's some information from the government making it more of a priority oh. recently. Really? So there is a CDC report from a couple of years ago, but that's oh. kind of boring. So the real answer is... <laughs> Okay. The real CDC answer. The real answer. Let's get real. That's what we're doing in Candyverse. We get real. Then we get real. Okay. So the real answer is that there is always a lot of Lyme, but the mm-hmm. Lyme is very preventable if you are very, very diligent with your tick control. 95% oh. of Lyme is actually centered on 13 states. So if we are very, okay. very careful about that. 99% of Lyme. 95% of Lyme disease. Cases happen in only 13 states of the one, U.S.? One of, one yes, of I said 13, but it's 12 percent. One of those is Connecticut. They have to, they have one to be, has Connecticut. Has to be Connecticut. Connecticut. That's Connecticut. right. Connecticut. They're up, are they Anymore? like in the Northeast? Well, I'm going to yes. guess stuff around Connecticut, yes. right? Like yep. Vermont. Are we guessing states? Massachusetts. Yeah. All those states Maryland, around Connecticut. Yes. <laughs> New <Got> York. New <laughs> Jersey. Yeah. New Jersey. Um, yeah. Idaho. Uh, but then there's some I thought like around <laughs> Wait. like... Idaho's not involved. We're no, always no, living on no, Idaho. No, no, no. Poor Idaho. I know. They got plague out there, though, right? I guess so. Okay. Yeah. It's a different right? conversation. Another conversation. Yeah. A whole different. But, but, there, but there is a cluster like this further, like in the Midwest, yes. right? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Random. I know. I was like, Wisconsin. Yeah. What about Indiana? Indiana, no, not in oh. the top ninety-five percent. I mean, uh, they must have, maybe they just got off the list, but oh, not okay. the top twelve, okay. which yeah. I just spoke earlier and said thirteen. Oh, twelve. T- twelve. Okay. So top twelve states. So I think that's why in a lot of the country mm-hmm. we don't really worry as much about Lyme, because it's not there. <laughs> because we have one percent <laughs> right. of yeah. the cases. In 2010 in Florida, mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm in Florida, in right. 2010, there were 56 cases in the entire year. Total. Oh, wow. And 30% of those were br- brought into us. Oh, like not locally we acquired. Were, they were brought into the, the People state. came to the state already infected. Infected from elsewhere. Okay, so 
like we have to we have to like revisit that piece there, right? So because now you're telling me because people move, people travel, and mm-hmm. everyone takes their dog now. Yes. Right. And so if people can come into the state where Lyme disease doesn't happen very often mm-hmm. and they're infected with it, does that cause a problem for me? It could cause a problem for you in indirectly. So okay. that, so there's so many interesting things about Lyme. Yeah. And so first of all, I will say that the ticks that jump on to your dog yes. in Connecticut uh-huh. and travel with the Lyme. Do they have the Lyme? Lyme with okay, with Lyme. L-Y-M-E. With yes. the Lyme. Mm-hmm. So they bring the Lyme to Florida. Okay. And then they jump off. That oh. tick gets off. That tick is probably not going to eat again. Oh, that's right. Because they only eat one time for each of their life stages. A huge blood meal. So then yeah. they're not going to invite you. Oh. Which means so you're no, not, not you're a big deal. You're not going to get the Lyme. Okay. Now that Lyme is still there. So right. yes, the answer is that they're, that they're is there are reservoirs of Lyme. Okay. So the mo- the one of the interesting, and again, I say Florida, because one of the most interesting things in Florida mm-hmm. is that a lot of the Ixodes ticks in Florida will feed on reptiles and... Yes. Uh, right? They're not as discriminating. They're not. They are not. <laughs> they will... Uh, and... How are they going to feed on a reptile? I mean, they got uh, very few choices tough. of where to bite, right? Tough. Tough well, skin. That's, that's why right. they have those little bitey parts. Yeah. That's right. But I guess those bite through it. I got little bitey parts. <laughs> That's why we have internists on, and little body parts. <laughs> That's right. Body parts. That's a scientific That's term it. from the internist. We all okay. know what we're talking right. about. I went to school for a long time, so I could say <laughs> so body parts. Body parts. Yeah. Okay. Yes. In the candy verse. That's right. That's, that's right. right. Well, thank you for having me anyways. Uh, I'll be invited <laughs> back. It's okay. I'll be fine. So, the, but the reptiles mm-hmm. and the iguanas are actually, they don't act as very good hosts for the, for Lyme. So okay. they don't. Pre- present the lime to the next tick very well. Oh, that's interesting. So they don't, they're, they're not a very good part so of the So it just stops yeah. it. just kind of goes away yeah, right so It's like a dead end. It stays in the tick. It's almost a dead like a dead end. It doesn't pass on. If they pass on, then, then, then replicate inside. Right. Okay, okay so, so let's let's review this very quickly. For people who are not in those 12 states mm-hmm. that can that have 95% of the Lyme yeah. cases, right? So it is vector-borne, yes. right? It's a fancy word for transmitted by a tick or a mosquito or, right. or something. So it's tick. A tick ha- so the tick has it, and the tick gives it bites, the dog or the person, yes. and gives it to them. Yes. What are they giving them? It's not a virus, right? It's a rickettsial mm. bacteria. Oh, Jason, do you hear that? It's a rickettsial bacteria. Yeah, it's very it's fancy. A- fancy. Fancy. It's a rickett- didn't say rickettsial, eh? <laughs> Hey. I, was like, I don't know if that was like a I Great Britain slash Canadian accent. That's right. So, 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 the, the, so then the bacteria gets in the person, yes, at, or the dog, and mm-hmm. it's circulating around. And how do we know they have it? Like, what are the clinical? They turn green. The oh, because it's Lyme. Because <laughs> it's Lyme disease. She's pretty obvious. But to me. they don't get scurvy. No, they do they not. Don't. They're very safe from scurvy. <laughs> so, so what are the most common clinical signs? Like, if I was concerned that my dog or my cat can cats get it? Cats don't get Lyme. Oh. Experimentally, yeah. you can show that the, the Lyme will get into a cat, but they don't get Lyme disease as far as we know. Right. Not yet. Has not yet been identified in a yeah. cat. Yes. To my knowledge, which is interesting. you should always learn that phrase. Yeah. yeah. To my knowledge. <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> right. Spoken like a true internist. That's to great. my knowledge exactly. today. Right? Um, today. That's right. Uh, so, okay, so cat, I don't have to worry about my cat, but my dog. Yes. So then my dog, let's say my dog has it. Will I, like, how will I know? So should we 
review people first because people are so much more we obvious. We should. Okay, so in people, yeah. you'll get this target lesion, right? Oh, so that's right, the, the giant red. The big, big target red, yeah. lesion, yeah. which is great because then you know that you've been infected so you can actually seek medical attention. Mm -hmm. Cheating, right? <coughs> cheating. Exactly. I, that's what I say, it's cheating. Right. People it's cheat. It's so easy. People know you have it. I mean, physicians have it easy, it's okay? Right? Come One on. species, big giant ring that says, that's what this <laughs> that's is. That's what this Come is. A big on. target. That's right. That says, that's right. I okay. am. And a person or knows maybe one other disease, but a person knows because this this causes like um, it's a real problem, right? Like chronic, long term um, clinical symptoms in a person. So or acute no. disease, which mm -hmm. is fever, malaise, this rash, mm -hmm. and then yes, chronic. <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> yes, target, mm -hmm. and then there's a lot of chronic illnesses in people that are associated with Lyme disease that are very um, a lot of immune diseases. Okay, immune consequences. So. And that's you know better served. Yeah. By MDs. Correct. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we are not MDs. No. no. Nor no. do we would we pretend. No. So, well, I might. I don't know. <laughs> on TV. No I could problem. play one on TV. <laughs> you do have a nice lab coat. See. Yeah. So <laughs> you do have a nice lab coat, right? So I'll take it. I do. Yeah. Anyhow. So, okay. Not we're not slamming on MDs though. Sorry, no, 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 no. MDs we're just not going to treat people. We're not going to do that. No. So then in dogs, they do get an erythematous rash, but of course your dog is not going to be as forthcoming with saying, "Hey, I noticed that I have a yeah. big red rash." I was going to say. So Jason, did you in hear that big old word she said? I don't even. Don't ask me. Erythematous. Erythematous. It'll get you a buttload of points on Scrabble, yeah. and also it just means giant red rash. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, Exactly. Yeah. So okay. there'll be a red spot. How about red spot? Which I can see through red my spot. dog's fur. Which you yeah. cannot see. Come on. Oftentimes you'll miss mm -hmm. through the dog's fur. So then they'll get joint pain. They can get joint pain and swelling mm -hmm. near that erythematous. Oh. Listen, I went to Twice. school to learn that it, right? word. Yeah. Look, I have a word that I'm planning to work into the convo today. Ooh. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, good. Says the person who it's just not shortened the word conversation to convo. <laughs> Okay, let's hear your Don't big judge. words, Dr. Jen. It's we do not, not judge in the candy verse. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then the dogs can get joint disease. They can get malaise and fever as well. So they just lay around. They just lay around. Lay AD, ADR. They ain't doing they right. Say, yes. My knee hurts. My knee my hurts hurt. because it, I, yeah. I was bitten on the Come back. Come on, leg. let's fix it. Yes. And so if I if I'm concerned about that because I found a tick on my dog, it was just crawling on my dog. Take it off. Because this is this is what clients do, right? They find a tick on their dog, and they rush in to the practice, and they say, oh, my God, I found a tick on my dog. But that tick wasn't really on the dog, mm -hmm. right? Because it wasn't biting the dog. It was just crawling on the dog. Mm -hmm. So you say, wow, that's fantastic. I'm so glad that you were looking on your dog for ticks because mm -hmm. that's exactly what you should do when you found it before it attached. Okay. Because without attachment, you can't get infection. Right. It's not, there's no excitement without attachment. Right. I, I, right. I don't remember a lot from vet school. Let's just be honest. All right. Uh, but <laughs> I think I remember something about this disease where it's not like a lot of the other vector borne disease where it's bite, boom, you got it. It's a little bit different, right? Don't, it's something about. No, no. 27 boom. years, infection. that, that <laughs> tick has to be on boom. there or something like infection. that. Boom, infection. Yeah. None of that. That's no. not happening. It's a little bit longer. Is that right? Right. Or not? Two I did, to I four days. Okay. Two right. to four days? Two Day? to four Wait. days. What? I was kind of kidding. Two to four no. days? Two to four days. Ah, I feel so, so much better. Yeah. Yes. 36 hours at the lowest amount, uh, the mm -hmm. lowest sort of data that I could find. Mm -hmm. And um, that's 
experimental infection. And here's the other really cool part. Yeah. Most dogs don't get clinical signs or get disease. Even, sorry, most yeah. dogs won't get disease even if they do get the Lyme into their bloodstream. Okay. They'll, so even if they get the bacteria, the rickettsial bacteria, the Borrelia, Burgdorferi. Yeah. It one sounds of the, one fancy. Of the, it it does. does. One of the coolest things from vet school is saying that over and over. You yes. sound super smart everywhere. Yeah. What are you talking about? Borrelia, Burgdorferi. Everybody knows that. I know, but it kind of sounds like a giant department store. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it bit. sounds like, like, you know, it does. So yeah. it's Burgdorferi. Yeah. So even though the, the, the dog, the dogs don't often get infected with the bacteria even though the tick attaches so the, they won't get infected if you find it within two to four days okay and then they won't even if they do get infected most of those dogs are asymptomatic oh 95%. no no signs at all no signs completely mm. so in those 90 those mm -hmm. 12 states where it's meandering mm -hmm. around even those dogs are wandering around asymptomatically so we don't know that but can they serve as a source of infection like if a tick that doesn't have the bacteria in their gut mm. bites them, can the tick take the bacteria from the dog? Theoretically, yes. So those are... Theoretically, they yes. can serve as like a reservoir. Exactly. That's type one of, of those. Thing. As far as we know, we think so. Yeah. Yes. Theoretically. But, now, the the amount of Lyme in the, uh -huh. in the patient might impact that. Sure. How, right, how much is circulating in yeah. the blood right. if it's enough that the tick bites them and is able to oh. get enough bacteria yeah. just for the amount of the blood meal? But then a lot of times, it, it, like if it's the last stage of that tick, because the exodes, right, they have what, three, the three stages, right? The larva, the nymph, and the adult. Yes. And if it's an adult that bites on the dog mm -hmm. and sucks up the Lyme bacteria and then falls off, then do the progeny of the, the tick, eggs. yeah, the eggs, the larva, do they have it? Because otherwise we're dead, like it's, we're done. Right. Right, it's, it's totally dead. dead ended. No, we're not dead. Except no, the, that the, 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 the infection is, is done. <laughs> you gotta That's be right. careful here. I We're know. That's it. <laughs> I know. Close up shop. It's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, that's, so a good that's, a good, that's a really good question because I do not think that it goes into the eggs, but I will tell you that I will yeah. defer to more expert. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm I'm not sure if that's even well known. I don't know if that's been characterized yet. Right. Because we do like we do know that. This is one of those odd um, bacteria that is passed transstadially. There it was. Um, That's the word. She's the, you're the <laughs> winner. That's the word. So the only reason you brought up all the, the stages of the tick is to say I know and yeah, use yeah, this yeah. word. Set that up like three sentences ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all day people have been trying to work it in. Yeah. He says we're going for it. Okay. <laughs> but because like if it's infected mm. as a larva. And then it becomes the, it, you know, hatches out or whatever, becomes a nymph. Mm -hmm. And then if it then morphs to an adult, if it's infected at the nymphal stage, it maintains that infection in the tick until an adult. And then the adult bites something. Yeah. Yeah. And then the nymph can bite something and give it to them too. In fact, the nymphs are more, cause more infection than the adults. Oh, you, wow. You know why? Why? Because they're smaller. Oh, there's... People yeah. don't find them. <clears throat> yeah, you don't even see them looking so at the you. So the nymphs, people and dogs... The nymphs yeah. are in charge, in charge of, responsible for, more precisely, for more infections. Wow. All yeah. right. There's a That's whole bunch of stuff about parasitology. It's all super interesting. They're all really tiny. Super yeah. great ticks, yeah. all fantastic. Listen, can I treat this disease? Is this something that's treatable? Well, but it doesn't have symptoms. What? They're like most dogs don't have clinical signs. If, my, like, if, if, I, if I, okay, I've got to diagnose it first. Let's diagnose. i got a oh, dog comes yeah. in. Oh, yes. Okay. 
Okay. I jumped right. to, I just want to help my clients out. Like, how I are we going to fix dog. it? If we can't fix it, how do we mm-hmm. diagnose it? How do we fix it? How can we do any of is these there, things? Okay, is right. it possible? Are we just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, Dr. Jen just said we're all dead. So maybe we'll I didn't say that. I think you did <laughs> say that. the infection is over. We shall review the tape later. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, so we have now, we're living in one of those 12 states. Okay. <laughs> we're in one of the 12 states. We're so cold, we have most an likely. index of suspicion. We're probably cold. <laughs> So the, the likelihood of exposure yes. to the dog is high. Exactly. Okay. We have the potential of exposure. So the dog walks mm-hmm. in the door and it has fever and it has really swollen joints. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we're probably thinking, well, possibility. Could be Lyme. Could be Lyme. No, I, I yes. personally would shave the dog ball looking for that target spot. Is looking that not, for the target lesion. Is that not what I should do? Too late. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're right. Well, I can't tell It's already too, resolved, right? Two to four. Yeah. Oh. The, that... I'm telling you, gone. humans cheat. Let's, let's that's right. One more, one more way. All yeah. Right. Okay. So then that thing is long gone. Right. By the so time if we the can't, dog gets. if we can't find the erythematous yep. rash, Lesion. which yeah. apparently you're not going to Lesion. Lesion. Also yeah. a good word. It's a good word. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if we can't find that, then how are we supposed to test for it? Because I have had clients come in and they like they winter down here in Florida, mm-hmm. you know, for four to six months, and they know all about Lyme, and they come in and say. I'm concerned that my dog is in, is infected with Lyme. What am I doing at that point? So at that point is the perfect time because they've, they've been down here for a minute mm-hmm. because it takes weeks for yeah. the antibody response right. to to come. So oh, the, that's right. But the interesting thing is that the Lyme disease, the, the Lyme clinical signs are also going to take weeks to develop. So oh. by the time most dogs have clinical signs, they will have antibodies. Okay. So ah. you can test for the antibodies. Oh, so we can go. just do a titer. We can do a titer. Yep. Is there an ELISA though? Isn't there's a there's a um, like a in the clinic ELISA test that we can do a SNAP test. The SNAP test with the that actually detects the C six, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and the so there is a protein mm-hmm. on that line that mm-hmm. is naturally that's naturally acquired. There's a protein yep. that w- it only makes in a natural infection. And, right. Gotcha. And that is the best serol- best test for the antibodies. Because that's saying, I see Absolutely. you, you're there. Yeah. Versus the antibodies, because as we all know, you can have just exposure, but not infection that produces a high antibody titer. Yes. And you can have vaccination that can produce an antibody titer. And then you can also have infection. So... You don't know which one it is if you have a high titer. Right. Potentially. So, potentially. And and that's tr- absolutely true with Lyme and actually mm-hmm. kind of a pain with Lyme because a lot of those dogs. So that, a couple things about that is that, first of all, yes. So even if you have had the exposure and you have a positive SNAP test mm-hmm. or it's a positive C6 test yep. for antibodies, yep. then you still could have an exposure that you've cleared or oh. you can have an exposure that's actively causing the dog's arthritis. Right. And just to throw everything into the mix, there's also one third to 45% of those dogs will also have another bacteria that's carried by the Ixodes that also can cause similar signs. Oh, hmm. Right. Did that start with an A? Yes. What's up? I only know because like on the little test kit, you get all the little dots (laughs) that tell you the thing. And I'm thinking it has to be the same one. It's on there, right? Is it anaplasma? Anaplasma. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, oh, wait. I'm sorry. She just said another fancy word. Yeah. What did you say? That's like Bergdorfia. Anaplasma. Phagocytophilum. 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 I'm waiting for Jason to pop out with Bergdorfia. <laughs> no, I've already said it twice. You get a limit. <laughs> Otherwise, you just sound worse. So. That's right. Three times, you still sound smart. Three times, I've learned from first experience. You just That's sound like a dork. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Oh, really so, anaplasma and Lyme can cross-react on the test. 
they actually come in on the same tick. Oh, okay. They literally, well, yes, they can cross-react, but also they come in together. the same tick. So they do have co-infections mm -hmm. with both of those. So okay. they have kind of right. similar clinical you guys, signs. You guys, yeah. delve so, into the science, and I'm going to push back here a little yeah, bit. Do, do I have it? a test that I can use? Yes. So, But they're, it's not like on TV where it's like they touch it. Oh, done, positive or negative. There's all yeah. kinds of the, the strange, strange factors in interpretation. Okay. So right. unfortunately. It's not as easy as it should be. I mean, you know. As it could can be. be. Yeah. Right. But if you have a dog that has clinical signs of arthritis yep. and it has a positive Lyme and it has probable exposure, like does spend not time live in, in Idaho, one of those states. Right? Right. Not my dog from Idaho that has all this. Idaho, you Well, not it could be a it. dog in Idaho that's yep. visited. No, no visiting. Oh, no visiting. No visiting. Yeah. Sorry. So not, no visits. Yeah. Okay. No visits. They so just hung out in Idaho. Okay, but you have all those things you can say. So okay, yes. we're going to go with Lyme. So then right. you want to know right. how to treat it. Yes, I do. That's what you really want that's to know. That's what everybody wants to know, right? So the answer is that we want to treat it. With, with an antibiotic, and yes, there mm -hmm. are many antibiotics that will have some effectiveness or efficacy mm -hmm. against Lyme, mm -hmm. but there is a possibility that we're not going to cure that Lyme. So just be aware uh, that there is possibility the that's the rub. Yeah. So most clinical guidelines are for four weeks of doxycycline. Mm. Four weeks is, of doxycycline. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can still have dogs that will be positive after four weeks of doxycycline. But will the clinical um, signs resolve? Yes. Even if they yeah, remain and that's positive. What most, most and I of think us that's, want, to, yes. want to take care of. Yeah, right? I yeah, think we just correct. want the dog not to have their joints aching. Yeah, we do care right? that there's a Bergdorf check. I can't even say it three times. You only get to say it twice and then, <laughs> and then karma it. hits then it, you're right? Done. Uh, you're done. Floating around. You just don't yes. want to be floating around and painful and sick. You want yeah. to take care of all that. <laughs> yes. And, so they will yeah. feel remarkably better. That's great. You can be a hero. I mean, the dog can feel better. Oh, the dog yeah. can feel Absolutely. better. Absolutely. Okay, so we can avoid all of that, right? Sure. We know we're going to get it. We know how we get it, right, with the tick bite from the Ixodes, and they got to stay on for a while. We know how to test for it. Yeah. We know how to treat it. And thanks to Dr. Jen, we know all the life stages of the tick. Go ahead. <laughs> you can have it. Transstadial. <laughs> Well, look, man, you try to work that into a conversation yeah, okay. and have it sound natural. That okay. did not sound natural. Oh, sorry. Carry on. Whatever. She set it up well. Um, yeah, she did. So there's a way we can prevent it, right? Because I can prevent the tick from getting on my dog. Mm -hmm. I can use effective tick prevention. But there is a vaccine, right? I mean, because yes. because I've used it yes. on dogs for clients. So tell me about the vaccine. Is that is it effective? Should we do it? Should every dog get it? Like, what are we doing there with that? And that's a great question. Because vaccine questions are never straightforward, right? No. Well, sometimes they are. Yeah. But um, for Lyme disease, the answer is depending on where you live, <laughs> depending on what kind of property you have. Yeah. So that's well, I mean, that medicine. Sense. Again, way. poor Idaho. No point in doing it. Yeah. No. It's a waste yeah. of waste no. of whatever and maybe not great for the dogs. So exactly. what I'm hearing from an internist is that... This determination about whether or not to vaccinate the dog for Lyme should be a risk-based assessment. Mm. Is that uh, right? Yes, absolutely. What a, yes. I mean, what a concept, what right? What a concept. Um, yes. Yeah. So if you live in one of those states where there is a lot high risk of Lyme and you know that you live in a place where there's a ton of ticks, the Lyme vaccine is very effective. There's mm -hmm. no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. The problem is that the... Lyme disease is only going to protect for Lyme. So if you're going to have a dog that has ticks on it every day, you're only going oh, to protect yeah. for that one for Lyme disease. You're not protecting yeah. for anaplasma or ehrlichia or any of the other tick-borne diseases guys. of interest. So by far, the best mm -hmm. thing to do is to control your tick population yeah. 
on your dog. So make sure that your dog is on a tick medication. Mm -hmm. Make sure that you check your dog for ticks all the time. Make sure you check your all the humans for ticks. I mean, of course, the humans. Uh, humans. <laughs> and also shave your dog every day. And if you're no. in Dr. Jason's house, you're going to be a naked Shave dog. dog. No, I, I wouldn't do that. You could do naked that. Naked dog looking yeah. for the erythematous lesion. Depends on how, right. how much you're worried yeah. about ticks. I know. Okay, so I'm going to ask you another question about Lyme. And this is a little bit far afield, folks, but I mean, if you're not new to the candyverse if you're, if you're ready for this. Okay, so uh, it's called the deer tick, yes. right? Because you said the tick had many names. And so what I have heard is that people, people have said that one of the reasons that we're seeing um, an increase in the number of cases of Lyme disease is because the deer tick has more available and appropriate hosts, i.e. the deer, deer population is going berserk mm -hmm. in those areas that you're talking about that have 95% of the Lyme cases. Right. Right? Okay. So is that real? Is that correct? Like, what do you think about that? That's a good question. Because they don't have to feed on deer, right. even though it's the deer tick, right? Like, we know they can feed on anything. Oh, yeah, it, yes, it probably takes, you have to know more about the deer tick to answer that question right or wrong. That's an yeah. interesting It is an interesting theory. question. Yeah, it would make sense know. to me. If, that, if all of that's true, yeah. it makes sense. Yes. It is logical. And mm -hmm. the mice population, of course. Right, right, because like, they start on a mouse. Exactly. And then, like, the, ostensibly, right, the ideal situation. Like, the tick said, let me pick how my life is going to yeah. go. <laughs> I start on a mouse yeah. with my first feet. Right. Then I get on a deer. Right. Right? And then mm -hmm. I drop off and lay eggs. Yes. <laughs> and your life is over and that's it. And, yeah. and it was successful. It was very successful at as, that point. As an exodus, you've lived a very, a very full, very full life. fulfilled yeah. life. That's right. That's true. So I could see that any, either of those populations increasing would, mm -hmm. of course, increase our exposure. Mm -hmm. um, interestingly, they did do a study, and I think that the University of Tennessee was the one who brought this study forward, and they used the vaccine that they were originally going to use uh -huh. going to develop for <clears throat> canine, and mm -hmm. they took it and they changed it into a mouse vaccine that was orally. They were vaccinating the mice. So that's interesting. It was, that's interesting. It was very successful, but it's not. That's not reasonable. It's not reasonable no, it's on not. the long term like, scale. No. But how cool. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Well, Anyways. that's like deworming the cockroaches so that they don't give sarcocystis to your birds. Yeah. Well, I think well, we should just give everybody the opossums so that they eat all the yeah. yeah. What do you think of that idea? No, that's not effective. No, not a good idea. Yeah. So oh. like, there was a thing, though, that went around Facebook that said, like, all you should do is just, like, <laughs> Throw a couple of opossums into your yard yeah. and you'll yeah, have no ticks. Well, I follow I all advice on Facebook, so I know I did that. I mean, it is a news <laughs> outlet, right? No, it's, a lot of no. opossums. It's not a social network. It's yeah. a news outlet. It's a news outlet. Right. Yeah. No, do not get your veterinary advice from the Facebook, right? <laughs> Come into the Candyverse where we bring experts. That's right. Right? We bring the experts into you. So, okay, good. So as a conscientious pet owner or as a veterinarian that's taking care of pets that travel, I want to become aware of where those 12 states are. I want to make sure I have the Lyme vaccine um, because it is effective, mm -hmm. available, so that if I assess the risk for that pet, mm -hmm. I can administer it. Oh, I wonder, is it safe? I wonder what the adverse reaction rate is for Lyme vaccines. So it is slightly higher than regular vaccines. It is. So the adverse events are higher, yeah. but... But we can fix that. Like, I mean, I can... Again, risk assessment, risk reward. Risk, yeah. I mean, you got to decide, what, you know, yeah. and this is a yes. conversation to have. It, it, yeah, sure. I would agree. And I think that there are a lot of veterinarians that are so well versed in those states. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that see it every day. That yeah, 90, better be. You know, yeah. ninety percent of their population is wandering around mm -hmm. that has had exposure. Yeah, and then 
you know, maybe we should say one tiny bit of info about those, those that Lyme nephritis because oh, yeah, that's long, bad. it is bad. So there is a lot of talk in human medicine about the chronic illnesses and they mm -hmm. have a lot of different type of chronic illnesses, mm -hmm. including meningitis and you know, things that obviously we don't see in... Related to Lyme, in Lyme right. infection. Lyme specific, yeah, Lyme disease. Well, chronic yeah. Lyme can, can cause neurologic disease. Mm -hmm. We don't see that in... It's not recognized... In dogs. In dogs that we get those chronic long-term sequelae, except for that really serious uh, nephritis, which yeah. is a kidney disease, right. where the Lyme and the, and the Lyme antibodies... The Lyme causes a lot of antibodies. That immune reaction causes damage to the kidney, and the immune reaction itself is damaging rather than the Lyme. Right. The good news, good news, bad news. Good news is that that is very uncommon. So less than yeah. 1% of dogs will get Oh, my that. gosh. Less than 1%. Yes. So more than 99% of dogs get the arthritis, the arthritic kind of version of it, and then that that unfortunate, long, really special yes. part of the, <laughs> the dog population yes. gets the nephritis. Correct. And then the bad news part about that is that if you are a Labrador Retriever, a Golden Retriever, mm -hmm. maybe a Sheltie, and maybe a Bernese Mountain Bernese Dog. Bernese Mountain Dogs. Like, all I know is Bernese Mountain yeah. Dogs, Lyme disease, bad. kidney failure. Yeah. Right? So even in those populations, though, mm -hmm. even in those four breeds, it's still very rare, but that those are, that's maybe one of the reasons that I would, this is me, not mm -hmm. this, I might consider those breeds getting vaccinated. Vaccinated. Yeah. Abs well, absolutely. Especially if they frequent areas of high exposure and like higher lots risk. Lots of trees. Yeah. You know, your deer come right up to your backyard. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that's not kind of happening all the time, but yeah. you know, but it would be better, obviously, to have mm -hmm. a tick-free zone in your backyard. And there's tons of data out there on how to create that. Um, but yes, I just want to mention that yeah. for our public service announcement. Our public service announcement. About you heard it here first. At least we don't right. have too much chronic sequela. Right, right. At least dogs just get the arthritic version, and we can remedy that largely with a long course of antibiotics, yes. four weeks. So yeah. Okay, good. So very quick question. If you had to pick, would you rather have Lyme disease or anaplasm? Am I a dog or a human? You're a human. I'm a human. Ooh. Yeah. I think. Oh, how how long ago did I get it? I have, <laughs> no, it. no. Like, why do I have all these? She's an internist. Sick two weeks because ago. she's totally an internist. Did you hear that? I want all the details. I'm gonna need more detail. I'm gonna need more data. You can't just pick one. Did the line come in within the last few hours? No, 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 oh. no. You've had okay. it for like a month. Oh, I don't want that. Okay. okay I guess I'm going to go with anaplasma because, oh, okay. can I tell you the answer to my question? Yeah. If you know that you get Lyme, mm -hmm. if you know you've been bitten by that mm -hmm. tick mm -hmm. and you take one dose of doxycycline, mm -hmm. I read this, this is a random tidbit, is I read that 87%, they must have made some poor people yeah. do this test, 87% of the time you can get rid of the of the, the, the bacteria by one Whoa. dose of doxycycline. Only 13% of people, poor people, 87% were happy. Hey. Exactly. So I was going to say, my mm -hmm. my real answer was, if the lime was just in, inside, I would take mm -hmm. lime and I would take some Then you would take the lime because you could get rid of it. Okay. That's a fair answer. That's a fair answer. That's a long answer. No, but I mean, we expect nothing less than the candy verse with an internist. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well thought out answer. That's right. To an interesting question. A very, very in-depth answer. That's right. Yeah. 
So, uh, Dr. Jason, yes. anything else you want to know about Lyme disease? Uh, no. Is there anything else to know about Lyme disease? No. As always, you guys have fulfilled my my thirst for knowledge here on the can here Your on thirst other for news. the knowledge. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, um, thank you so much, Dr. Don Martin, for joining us in the Candy Verse. We love it. Thank you for having me. And we hope you'll come back and give us some more in-depth answers on medicine. A long answer to a short question. Yes. Always the best. That's what we love. Intro medicine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you all for joining us in the Candyverse. And uh, I guess I'm just going to sign off and say I'm Dr. Jen. And I'm Dr. Jason. And we will see you on the next episode of In Other News. Ciao, baby. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.